You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. All right, so yesterday... Uh, when we uh, finished this show, the U.S. markets were still trading, of course. And when they finished their show, they finished to register their uh, worst one-day trading day for 2023. And this was pretty significant because what we have seen, not only here on the JC in South Africa, but in many other parts of the world, is a really strong start to the stock market for 2023. So was the U.S. performance last night, which has trickled over to our performance tonight, indicative of a change in sentiment, a change in market mood? And is this change permanent? The question is, we've got David Shapiro of Sassfin here to answer uh, that question. David, I see that, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not as bad as yesterday, but U.S. market's still off to a softer note. Just what did you take away from that session and what it means? You know, over the last couple of weeks, we've had very strong labor numbers, very strong growth numbers, uh, sorry, labor growth numbers, and also inflation uh, has I don't want to say it's kicked up, but perhaps hasn't decelerated at the speed at which everybody was anticipating. This was going to happen. I mean, it, it, the numbers are so difficult to try and draw in a straight line. There's going to be uh, a lot of volatility as we go, uh, you know, as we progress. So I think the market kind of ran ahead of itself and all of a sudden, the view is instead of 25 basis points increases from the Fed, we're now going to get 50. We're waiting for the Fed minutes. So everybody gets very carried away and very excited. And I think against that backdrop, um, people withdrew and said, OK, let's watch. No one was expecting the game that we saw early January into February to continue at that pace. Uh, there were reasons for it, which was mainly China and also that uh, the warmer winter in Europe and gas prices coming down and so on. But I think that uh, we're waiting now for the Fed minutes to see if there were any, you know, super hawks uh, that were calling for a 50 basis point. So this is the kind of stuff we do. I mean, we just, sure. honestly, you know, <laughs> that you, you, you break down every sentence, you break down any, every piece of information and markets respond accordingly. So it, it's, sure. it's extremely frustrating and difficult to read. But that's what was behind uh, yesterday's big talk. You know, everybody follows each yeah. other. It's, oh, boy, we're in a bearish trend. Oh, risk off, you know, sell, sell, sell. And so we go. Yeah, except, except I mean, China, China just uh, reopened uh, mm. the, the yesterday. And I say that uh, figuratively in the sense that I'm just wondering mm. if we have seen the full uh, impact and the full benefit of that uh, reopening of the economy, just given that it has been such a short while. And uh, this is the argument that people say who expect the markets to do more from here, who say to me mm. that, no, mm. uh, if, if we haven't run out of momentum still, there's still more gains to mm. go. What do you say to them? I, I, I think so. I think um, we will see that coming through, and we still see it coming through, certainly in a number of companies that uh, feed into China. And and I think one was, if you looked at Hermes or Hermes, I can't pronounce the correct, H-E-R-M-E-S, the French luxury goods company in that, right, which sells right. the Birkin bag. But I mean, it, the numbers were staggering, absolutely staggering. And so there still is a demand out there. There still is 
uh, this desire to spend. We're going to see it in travel numbers coming through and so on. But at the moment, I think we're preoccupied with the Fed. We're preoccupied with with what lies ahead, whether we are going to see that uh, sudden fall. So just expect a couple of months, really, you know, a good few more months of up and down and up and down and all over the place. And if we can just hold where we are, I think we'll probably be very happy. I think I just, just, just to take a step back, what did bother me today was the complete sell-off, a huge sell-off in our mining stocks. And, what was that uh, about? And, uh, well, we haven't had great numbers coming out. You know, BHP Billiton, uh, or BHP as they are now today, Anglo Platts, the gold companies and so on, Kumba, uh, we saw deterioration in their profitability. And uh, um, But I don't think that was a big surprise. You know, it, 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 it didn't... Um, that had already been, I thought, had been factored in. But today, across the board, platinum shares were sold off, gold shares were sold off, and some of the big miners also took a, a big beating. So, uh, and, and in a big loss, Anglo Platts particularly, um, and then a company, which, <laughs> which is a tin producer in the Congo, and has had a super run. It's, only, it's a small business relative, but also down 15%. So, that that also set the tone today, which had nothing to do with uh, with the budget, you know, with with anything that was happening locally here. Yeah, uh, probably uh, explaining. I mean, you were talking about uh, volatility, the huge and wide range that the JSC traded in today. Yeah. I did my math. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't get a an A in math. <laughs> but I did my simple calculation, and it was around a thousand point range today yes. on either direction. And you know what was also trading in a large range today from 1813 to the US dollar to 1839 yeah. at yeah. one stage. The that rand. Was the what was the rand yeah. about? That was the budget. I think uh, what there about was the a, probably nervousness surrounding Eskom, uh, whether or not they would take on a lot more debt. Debt more quickly. I think it was very balanced. I, um, it was over in half an hour to the point. Um, no histrionics, you know, no uh, everything really sensible. And I think the one thing that, that as long as, uh, you know, from 1994 onwards, uh, we've had thank goodness for the Reserve Bank and thank goodness for Treasury because they've really kept us on a, on a strong path. Uh, and, and once again, you know, this was the case today. Um, things are not easy here. We know it. But uh, they weren't subject to, um, you know, putting huge amounts aside for social, um, you know, um, for, you know, for social payments. Uh, didn't go out and spend, have kept, have kept uh, the expenditure under control against what we think is going to be um, difficult times in terms of collections of revenues. And I say that because of the mining profits. I think things are going to be tight, but I think overall I'm you know, very impressed with you know, what we saw today, and I think that's why the land kind of steady. People feel that at least the Treasury is still in good hands and uh, behaving themselves and doing what they should be doing, you know, just controlling. And so, yeah, it, 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 it's a very, very hard time for this country at the moment with the crisis, both, both the Transnet and the uh, Eskom crisis. But sure. uh, you know, all credit to to the, the to the minister. I'll let him know. 
Yeah, you can. I don't. I don't have a relationship with them like that. <laughs> Just joking. But 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 I do have a relationship with uh, the statement that came out of Standard Bank because that's yeah. public information yeah. and everyone can access it and read it at the same time. And just like APSA, are pointing to the sun shining still in the banking sector. Yeah. Just huh? your, yeah, your take on, yeah. on Santa yeah. Bank because clearly they surprised to the upside. Well, they, they did surprise to the upside. I, 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 I'm going to be a bit cynical and devil's advocate. It's obviously they haven't been lending money. <laughs> no, no, no. You want, you, want, you want to borrow from us? Uh-uh. So they've also kept that very tight. <laughs> so, okay. uh, knowing okay. how reckless we can be with our credit cards, or if we do go in, and, and, and you know, to their uh, again, to their credit, like most of our banks here, have kept a very tight. Whether they should be a little more lax, you know, at a time where we need money, particularly during the tough years of the pandemic, um, I know it is extremely hard to get any money out of them, despite appeals to help businesses. But I think this reflects it because there's no suggestion of uh, credit losses there. You know, nothing. In other words, uh, in these tough times, um, you know, companies have either held up well or we haven't seen it yet, or they're not lending to to smaller businesses. But a, right. a very good, a very good result. You know, that's all yeah. I'm saying is that the one that banks are like Treasury. Uh, we've got a very good financial system here. Okay. So small businesses probably not too happy because, as you say, they're probably not getting enough of those funds as they would like. But from yeah. an investment point point of view, we've had two banking updates so far mm-hmm. between APSA and Standard Bank. Who's your pick and why? I, I look. I'm a Standard Bank person, so I've um, I would probably go for them. I don't know APSA that well. You know, I know Standard Bank. And, uh, oh, but that's, that's okay. personal. That's, that is biased. Uh, please take it, you know, whence it comes. <laughs> but, uh, okay. you know, they're okay. not, they've got a dividend yield. Tiffy, you've got a dividend yield of what? I think nearly 5%. Uh, the multiples are not that hot. So, so the, the valuations are not that demanding. They're steady. I'm not a, you know, I like companies that grow and it's very difficult for them to actually grow in this, uh, in this environment. Um, but but still, you can't we can't fault the way that these you know these banks have been run, and I think it applies across the board, you know, to all of from First Land, Standard, Capitec, Absin, Nedbank, Investec, all of them, I think are in very good shape. Okay, but you're a Standard kind of. Guy. I'm a Standard person. Yeah, <laughs> I beat <laughs> 1969. <laughs> still got the same accounts. <laughs> When I reached about 1969, I had a. a, That's when I started my articles, and uh, when in in 2019, 50 years, I forced them to give me a gold pen. It didn't come easy. I had to send letters to them. I said, 50 years, (laughs) you know, send me my gold pen, and they did. (laughs) What a story. David, thanks so much. (laughs) Your analysis on the markets (laughs) and a whole lot more. David Shapiro, (laughs) Assassin Securities. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.